0: to the full 90s soccer time podcast. Your weekly look into nothing.
1: Yeah, your weekly look into the void.
0: We're your hosts from mornings on 1077 seven seven. The end. i Gregor. He's been in the locker room on the pitch in quarantine for forty eight thousand days. He's Brandon from the internet. Uh, uh,
1: have you read The Martian? I feel like that's a book you would have.
0: I've read the b- the book and seen the film. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. So. Uh... The, there's a part where he starts like um like vacuum sealing his own poop yeah 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 it into potato i feel like i'm close to that right now you're about to start rather
0: saving and vacuum sealing your own shit.
1: yeah rather than uh asking my wife um who has been uh, incredible during the entire thing because while i work during the day at my uh or do the uh, she goes to Trader Joe's and waits in like the four hour line to, um, you know, buy me ice cream cone things that sustain me. Yeah. And, and so instead of forced do and feeling guilty about it, I'm going to do self-service and uh, eat my own uh, vacuum
0: dried uh, potatoes. You're going to eat your own. Shit, I think is what you just sidestep saying. I'm going to eat the potatoes out of my. Shit, yeah. <laughs> well, that about does it. <laughs> this podcast has gone as far as it needs to Uh, all
1: right do a quick solid and uh do on through to apple
0: it sounded like you said do a quick solid are we making more mars poops
1: (laughs) do a quick solid uh yeah i mean i think that uh i don't know if the consistency matters uh so much but i don't
0: even. (laughs) how about do us a quick solid do
1: do us a quick uh poop for us and we'll eat your poop potatoes and click on through to apple podcast and give us a rating <laughs> definitely five stars how, how do we do this now that i'm doing this i don't how do we do this <laughs> uh and uh leave us a comment and tell us if you would eat out of your own potato wait <laughs> 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 that's not what i meant don't be childish
0: <laughs> this week the coronavirus takes on fake news in a battle for let the dumb die oh boy yeah, did
1: you did you see this you you when when i saw that you typed that it immediately made me think of uh where were the, the you heard, have you heard about the protests that were happening was it like oh um, Mi- michigan Mich- Mid, yeah protests happening uh, with people who are mad that the governor is like closed down basically they have to do what we have to do right and um there's this photo is uh, all of these protesters. Slammed up against the the front window of some business, and they're like angry and yelling, like "Open! You should open because we really want our pita pit." I don't know what it is. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> somebody put the this photo of like these people up against the window, and, and people have just been photoshopping it next to every zombie apocalypse movie that's ever been made of all of the zombies up against the window trying to get into the building, eat the brains um so that is uh that is too too real right now letting the dumb (laughs) die it seems like the dumb are the undead
0: (laughs) this is amazing um uh... i'll send
1: it to you the best part is that one of the zombies in this uh protest picture is like a person who's about to be elected to their legislature so that's even better
0: (laughs) Weird. Like, okay, so I certainly feel for everyone who is out of work, lost a job, is in trouble. Like, if you're, like, affected by something that you haven't caught or that you feel like is uh, liberal, inst- like, institutional destruction of democracy, socialists, <laughs> or whatever it is. Um Sorry, I have to definitely beep that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, if that's – if you're suffering from that because you can't turn off your – news channel that's poisoning you or whatever okay fine like that's that part sucks but if you really are hurting and you think the government's trying to keep you from being able to eat or something like that that's scary and sad these people crowding together with masks on but being like mushed together is really it's just like it's it's so uninformed despite all the information that's out there i've i've like, the people that are skirting this, like, that are protesting, they're doing this, I'm kind of like, yeah, well, if you get it and it kills you, like, who are, who are we going to blame for that? You. Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, I- there's there's been, like, example after example of people who are um, co- coronavirus deniers who, you know, host gathering and then die. Yeah. Like, you don't want to, you don't take joy in that, but it's also kind of like, well, y- you know, you,
0: you, ha- you were warned.
1: You we, were warned, and you you actively went against.
0: We it. need to be more worried. From yesterday's uh, Gregor's End of the Show Show podcast, there's a story that I talked about there, where the coronavirus jumped from a corpse to a medical examiner. That's what we need to be worried no. about. No, that is the that, zombie that, thing, right?
1: Did it? Did it like? This is probably super insensitive. Did it like from the chest and like land to the medical examiner's <laughs> face and go down? Squeak.
0: And- <laughs> It's like um the movie Alien where it busts out of the guy's chest. And then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it definitely did that. That's exactly what happened. That's
1: <laughs> we need to send in. Uh, we need to send in like every person on this podcast that we've ever said looks like Predator,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: aka Steve Zakawani's haircut.
0: <laughs> did we say that? Because that's awesome. He does have dope Predator. Yeah, I hair. think we did. He does yeah. have Predator It's cool. It's cool. So I've been thinking about. Uh, this podcast today i had to do an interview with the seattle aquarium and like i've been talking to people around the city about how things are affecting them not for this podcast we are idiots at best on this but i thought about smart people don't talk to us no 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 and even mediocre people don't talk to us (laughs) 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 what's up brad evans (laughs) what's up dummy (laughs) um but i've been thinking about how everyone right now is living all their meetings online and trying to make like i'm doing a a public affairs radio show every week where I'm recording interviews over voice to I, voice over IP, which is Zoom and Google Hangouts and Skype and stuff like that. And we've been doing this, this is our third year doing that, like where we're hopping online and recording this remotely from one another, and we've really worked it out to make it work. Um, I just think about how this podcast finally will get the recognition for being pioneering.
1: Yeah, it, that, is, uh, that is exactly what we were hoping to get recognition for all these years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We've just been ahead of the in using, what, Google outs to talk
0: to each other? <laughs> so I've got a fun story from uh, last okay. weekend. Okay. There I am, minding my own business, not sure what day it is. And um, I get a, a direct message from ECS. And it's like, Ooh. Gregor, jump on this Zoom call at five PM and I'm like, What? Oh my god, okay, I'll do that. I'm honored that wow. they would think of me. So I fire up the Zoom call. There's You the- are our next sacrifice <laughs> I part of me was kinda like, okay, is this like I didn't know what to expect because they do a the good job. The roast of Gregor. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But they and they do a good job of like controlling their image to be intense and like empowering and like they like they yeah. go after things. They like find a cause and then they go after it, right? And good for them. So here I am, I'm like, okay, wait, I bet you it's a press thing, or they're probably trying to drum up some hype for the replay of the match that's happening, and then I'm like, oh my god, I don't remember that LAFC match from November, or whatever, October, I don't even remember it, I have no idea what happened, I'm so screwed, I watched all the highlights twice.
1: From the before times?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't remember what happened. Time doesn't matter anymore. I don't remember what we talked about last week on this podcast, I just know that it's evergreen, so I can keep tweeting about it if I want. Anyway, um... So I hop onto this Zoom call, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just get in there early to make sure everything's cool. I'm actually, like, a tiny little bit nervous, which is weird. Yeah. And so I hop in, and there's, like, three other people there, and I pop up, and they're like, whoa, Gregor. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And so the... (laughs) Hey, you guys... Well, and I didn't know what to make of it because, yeah, of course, everyone's stuck at home in isolation and sad and bored and wants to see one another. And so I hop on, and, like, these people are like, whoa, you joined us? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you invited me. Why wouldn't I? And the, so this call, the next person to pop on— <laughs> You must think I'm a bigger asshole than I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? First of all, how dare you? Um, uh, trademark. Yeah, yeah, for, for real. So— but then the next person that hops on is Brian Schmetzer, coach of Seattle Sounders FC. So there's now five of us on a Zoom call. It's Wait, coach. so it's
1: it's it's just like you, Schmetz, and yeah. then like three, three, of, three, yeah, three of the power, ECS members, yeah,
0: three of the power players from ECS. Okay. And um, I think they recorded it, so they may, they maybe even posted it somewhere or whatever. So there's the yeah. five of us, and like it's like. Like it's like pretty weird because there's only like there's the head coach of Seattle Sounders FC, the thing that we're all fanatical about, and then the four right. of us being like, up? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say a tad awkward, yeah, at first, but that's okay because more people are going to pop on, and we're there a few minutes early. Schmetz, pun- punctual what was, guy.
1: What was the first thing? I know you'll you'll get more, but like, what was the first thing when he popped on, did you say did you say anything? Did you wait for other people to talk? Did you wait for him to be like, oh, "Hi, Gregor"?
0: Uh, Well, he does not – he might – I'm sorry. I'm kind of stuttering here because I can't – sputtering is the word. Because I don't know that Coach recognizes me. Yeah. But my name on Zoom is Gregor the End. And so I took the End off of there because I was, like, pretty embarrassed. But I do it so that way when I pop onto calls with the people I'm interviewing, they know that it's the guy that they're looking for. Yeah. Um and so he popped on and he goes, hey, you know, just real Schmetz-like. And Everyone's like, hey, coach, hey, coach. And I like, immediately feel like he can ground me for some reason because we <laughs> call <he> him. Because he can? <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly. But because we call him by his title, like, hey, yeah. coach. And so we're just kind of sitting there and it's like, hey, more people are coming. You're just early. And he was like, yeah, okay. And then, you know, a couple more people start pouring in here or there or whatever. And the guy who invited me pops on and he goes, yeah, Gregor. And I was like, I don't. I don't know you. I don't think. Who's this? I'm just thinking all these things. I'm like, "Hi, thanks for having me." I have like a the setup that we're using for this podcast. I have headphones on, a microphone, processing. Everyone else is just like using their, you know, laptop or whatever. Right. So like, I'm way overdoing it, and it's like I just feel so dumb or whatever. Then uh, Semester
1: has his like uh, his home uh, recording studio where he has a, a DJ set every Thursday night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I DJ wish. <laughs> 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 I, I wish so much. He like, put, like on Saturday night, he's gonna hang out with Sophie Tucker, and they're gonna totally drop yeah. the dopest DJ set with full of Brazilian <laughs> music.
1: Well, his whole, I mean, his family's whole thing is is uh, is uh, German. Like they have this Schmetzer Sport House, right? it's yeah. German and German influence. He could be really into house. It's oh, there you, there it is. Yeah. It's Schmetzer Sports House music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He dropped some sick beats, first of all. Yeah, obviously. But I gotta give him props because Schmetzer's on there, and like, you know, this could be. Potentially pretty awkward for people um, like Schmetzer, who is like supposed to be. Like I said, I feel like he can ground me or kick me off the team. Whatever, like he can just like kick me off the make, call. And be like, make I don't you like do this twenty guy. push-ups
1: or something like. That.
0: His podcast is not favorable enough. Delete or whatever you know. <laughs> um, uh, so everyone's kind of like that, but he's over there and he is having like. He's, like, real a real dry guy, you know, and he's, like, having the most fun changing his backgrounds. <laughs> so he's, like, figured out Zoom well enough that he can put on, like, different CenturyLink fields and everything, right? So, uh, let's see. Dave Clark pops on, and he starts asking questions. Okay, here's the thing. Time goes by, and questions are happening, and um, the guy that invited me from ECS was like, Hey, man, uh, well, that's why we have, like, who's asking questions on this thing, Seth and He's like, well, that's why we have Gregor here. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> You're moderating? I'm certainly unprepared to moderate. I mean, I can handle it, but also, like, holy crap. And then it's Zoom, so everyone's talking over each other. It's a disaster, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: you, you you open with, all right, Schmetz, who's hot, who's garbage, and who's, who's hot garbage? garbage.
0: <laughs> I just wish I could get going, um, yeah, well, it's hot garbage. I wish we could yeah. just have that drop. <laughs> My Schmetz impersonation's not great, but also not, not terrible. Um, yeah, so, like, we... We carry on for this half hour of like 20, 25 people on there when Christian Roldan pops on. And he's like, so there he is. And he's like super cool. And he like gets how to play, he he gets how to be a real human and play the character in this, which is, I think, admirable. And then um, Brad Evans pops on. And you get a couple of jokers who had drank, someone said they drank 20 White Claws or whatever, and they're like <laughs> wasted and derailing it. It was just like the most fascinating thing where I got to be part of this like fan experience. And I like honestly was pretty giddy about it. It was pretty neat. So, um, so
1: the, 20, the 20 White Claws was uh, was Mark, right? <laughs>
0: he was he was unavailable. I started thinking about okay. it. I was like gonna like bail on it because I was like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be part of this. They're just gonna. Everyone's gonna be so mean to me. <laughs> like, that's all I can think about. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just tell them I can't do it. And I was like, Who, who? Can, what excuse can I possibly have? Like, well, I'm summoning, summoning meteor here. My party is <laughs> about to attack. So, sorry, Sephiroth won't kill himself. So I, I can't come today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have, I have a custody
1: battle with a dragon in my D and D campaign. I can't, I can't right now.
0: Dave Clark is like, Don't worry, I can fill in for you.
1: Shout out to Dave uh, Clark and his line. I would D&D. actually love to play, uh, love to play D and D with that guy.
0: Absolutely, I love Dave Clark. He's the best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was really a fascinating time. So anyway, this is how it. Like after like minutes of or 20, 30 minutes of this happening, it st- it comes out that this is all a contest to see who the most famous, uh, who could get the most famous person into this Zoom call. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I am so flattered. That somebody thought that I was famous enough that I would be like a get for a zoom call.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh it's my invitation must have got
0: lost in the mail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they uh since you're uh you were busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's that, what it was. That D twenty didn't roll itself on Saturday. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> um But yeah, it was uh I tried to message you about it because if you responded, I was gonna like just invite you in and be like, whatever, who cares? But yeah, um yeah. But Because then we would have just dominated with side chatter and laughing or whatever. <laughs> that, so and a...
1: then they would have downloaded like the meeting transcriptions and seen all the s*** we said in a private. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what it comes down to, I find out that they're just trying to invite the most famous person that they can think of. And they like picked me. And that's so nice because it started out that I was the most famous person in the group, and then Schmetzer, <laughs> and then Schmetzer, and then he bumped me to second, and then rolled on to third. I didn't know this at the time, which is good because I would have been a mess. I would have like not handled myself well. I don't. I don't, such a I, I don't mean this
1: in like a a, a mean way. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> I'll take it that <laughs> um, way. Don't worry. But uh, did anybody less famous than you get brought on?
0: <laughs> First of all, <laughs> how dare you?
1: <laughs> no, I just mean like all of the names that you've mentioned so far. So it was like you, Schmetz. It was it was three representatives from the Sounders. Let me just hold on, and, let me finish the and story. And then,
0: hold, on, hold on, let me finish real quick and then okay, we'll get to okay. that. Because um so I'm like the third most famous person, right? And this is like pretty good. I'm on the podium of fame. Again, like our podcast of three, it's I'm the, the third.
1: You're my least favorite, but I still you're still on the podium. Yeah,
0: like stoked to have you, buddy, even though you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um and so <laughs> So I'm there, and then on pops Brad Evans, and it's shattered. It's over. Now the most famous out of everybody pops on. I get bumped way down to the the thing. Now, I think about this, and I think that the person that probably has the most reach out of all of us that was on there is James Woolard. He came in stadium announcer James Woolard was on there. I think he might have actually been number one. Um, It's just that he's not recognizable famous because he's kind of like the – he's kind of like the – mechanism in the background that makes the experience massive but he's no uh, he's
1: he's james earl jones behind the mask of darth vader
0: right and it wasn't even him so amazing yeah it's like yeah. a it it was rad to um you know it's rad to see everyone get on there and have such a fun time being like a giddy with one another but i also was like stoked and then like brought back down to earth pretty quickly with it so thank you to ecs for having us be part of that and i didn't give any plugs for our podcast because i'm awful at being a professional so great, great job nice
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah. So even more important that you go review this right now (laughs) and give us five stars. You know, I was just thinking, um, hypothetically, when you're talking about who has the most influence out of uh, those, all of you that were there, if, if, uh, if I almost called, (laughs) I almost called James Woolard, uh, James Earl Woolard. (laughs) Uh, uh, Anyway. If uh, if he was in the stadium and said something like, "There's a coronavirus bomb that's about to go off." I'm not sure.
0: It broke up when he said that. I don't know if he said bomb or bong. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I would take a hit hit from the coronavirus bong.
1: I said bong. I for sure said bong, (laughs) and uh, there's no audio evidence. To say otherwise. But that guy has influence over the entire stadium. So yeah, that guy is the probably the most influential out of all of them. If Brian Spencer's down on the sideline and he's like shouting about a coronavirus bong that he just took a rip off of,
0: then you know, nobody's gonna do anything because nobody can All this time I thought coronavirus only affected your lungs, but that one went straight to my brain. <laughs> also, when's the last because time James Earl Woolard tell me to do it? When's the last time somebody used the word bong? Like is that still – th- like I, I don't smoke pot, so I don't like uh, come across it very often. But I think since weed was legalized and everyone started vaping and what was the – what's the yeah. other thing where people do the – it's like the super bong. What's that called? Oh, uh, dab- dabbing. Yeah. Once people started dabbing, yeah. I feel like bongs were like, oh, but I that's feel like not crystal is... meth enough for me.
1: <laughs> I think dabbing still is bong, uh, bong adjacent. I think you still use a bong. Well, let me tell you. I don't smoke weed, but my brother does, <laughs> and his uh, – <laughs> His Instagram account – sorry, not his Instagram account. His weed Instagram account, which oh. is his other Instagram account. Good, uh, good. Definitely has, features bongs quality. So I would – that guy uh, knows that bongs are still relevant.
0: Okay. I just – I guess I'm not close enough to the culture anymore. Like since I haven't been to – um, what's the name of the pot smoking thing down by the waterfront that happens every year? Hempfest. Hempfest. Hemp yeah, since I haven't been to Hemp Fest in a few years, I guess I'm not really up to speed on the <laughs> – <laughs> on the on the weed terminology these days, I tell you what though, like once they invented Zoot drops and start people started dropping a couple drops of that into your like Corona or whatever, boy, that is the coronavirus I want. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that insensitive? <laughs> I have not said yeah. that.
1: Well, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I think everything's a, a, we've all forgot. This is something that I think about with the coronavirus. We have all forgot how to interact with each other, uh, like socially and not via like work things on zoom or hangouts or Skype meetings or whatever you want to like, off teams or whatever it is. Like everybody's very, um, uh, formal about, you know, make sure my background looks good or just make it a picture of century League field, Brian Schmetzer, or, uh, <laughs> like you, you you know everything that you talk about with everybody is usually scheduled, and you both have to click on the link and join the fit, talk to each other and all that. so I feel like the the casual conversation has completely uh, it's like a muscle that we haven't used in long enough that we always we we've lost the idea of like what's appropriate? Did I just say a weird thing? I don't know on top uh, of that,
0: but on top of that, like the um I don't know how to say this nicely, but the PC police, where everyone is outraged to the maximum all the time, it's like a challenge to see, there should be like an Olympic sport of outrage over nothing, where you like can't have a joke about something, or even just talk about a subject without being, you know, offensive in whatever capacity, and so like, you know, I don't want to offend anybody, that's not my goal here, but I want to be able to talk about things, and if we go too far, we go in the wrong direction, I don't I'm not trying to do that. My goal is not to be offensive. My goal is to try and improv. And so sometimes you go too far and you go, oops, my bad. That's sorry. But like we kind of live in a culture where you can't do that. Well, now on top of that, add coronavirus onto it and our inability to actually socially engage like the creatures we are. And things is messed up. Yeah, it's, it's it's
1: like I was telling my wife the other day that I feel um, coronavirus has been obviously terrible for a lot of things. Uh, but if you outside of the virus itself, the way that people have responded to the virus has been either a incredible like people's creativity and humor and the way that we can make light of a serious situation yeah. um, is like one of the best parts of being a human. Right. Like we can all just we're all going to die and we can laugh about it. Yeah. And on on the other end of it is um people can be like obviously terrible and the worst so it's brought out like some of the best of humanity and some of the absolute worst of humanity and i just feel like there's that middle ground that i've been awful at navigating <laughs> <laughs> just like, kind of the mundane. How, how do i how do uh, i have a casual conversation with a with a worker now that there's no water cooler or coffee machine to gather around now i have to do it over like the internet and it just feels like am i the cam girl or is it them <laughs>
0: How do I tip you for that comment Brandon that's what i uh venmo but <laughs> at brandon m g um anyway uh no it's the the idea also that like so so many of our relationships are based on the need to have a relationship because we stand next to each other or, like, I pass you in the hallway every day and so at some point I make a fart joke as we go by and then, like, we're, like, we're friends temporarily because of necessity or because of circumstance. But now that we live at home and there's no direct communication, like... Uh, oh well, <laughs> like, what am I like?
1: I've been talking to you for the last 45 minutes without pants on. I can't
0: do that in the real world. <laughs> I mean, you can, <laughs> I can do that in but the real like, world <laughs> one of and my we co- will be friends temporarily. One of my coworkers, I literally haven't talked to since, uh, March 11th. Like we just don't communicate. And I see this person every single day. And then another one I text with all day long, every day. So it's like, you just like realize that sometimes these relationships that you build are just circumstantial. Yep.
1: Yeah yeah it's weird
0: yeah it is weird it's, uh
1: it's the uh i've been this distinction um well I've, I've been liking it until we had this conversation there's a distinction that i've heard made where it's it's not social distancing it's physical distancing but i'm starting to realize how much of the physical presence and the like the familiarity running into co-workers or running into friends that you don't see that frequently or that you usually see frequently but you don't anymore how important like those casual uh run-ins
0: uh yeah. so this <laughs> the, is weird for me you,
1: when you're casually bumping uglies with your friend cool no <laughs> but how how that goes so far in in building rapport and relationship and how important like the physical presence actually is for relationships.
0: so i went through this recently i um i left uh the city i moved out to snohomish mm-hmm. a couple years ago and suddenly like the You know, everything, you had to go outside to do everything. Like, yesterday we walked up to the Bartell Drugs down the street, and, like, I realized I hadn't driven my car in days. And I was like, oh, man, I live in the suburbs, and I haven't driven my car in days. It's like when I used to live in the city, and you just, like, wouldn't drive to QFC. It's like a block and a half away. Just go. And so... I realized that when I moved away from the city, I like lost all of this, which exactly what you're talking about. All these physical interactions that I had with my friends and family, not family so much, but my, my friends and my the other people in the neighborhood and the people that make things happen. And you learn who the new grocery store person is and stuff like that, but you don't pass by the crazy person on the corner every day or whatever. And like that void of physical, like necessary communication where you're like hmm. within the presence of somebody else, like the guy who was like um the poor mentally disturbed man who swung a piece of pizza at me like i don't see that ever when i move out to the suburbs i see the trump truck drive by but i don't see somebody you know um you don't see the direct communication and so like not only did i lose all my friends in the move out here but also i lost all those social interactions that you have <laughs> you lost all your enemies <laughs> and by no i gained more enemies the pizza pizza swinging guy <laughs> Like, if you're going to swing pizza at me, can I have a slice? Because, damn. So, so I can fight back? Yeah, dude, come on. Let's even the score. He was giant. He was holding a, like, he wore his, like, Kylo Ren cape around his neck. and It was a blanket, and he was holding it together with one hand and swinging pizza at people the other way. Like, it was crazy. That was a nutty time, man.
1: That You have the best enemy that I've ever heard of. <laughs> Homeless pizza warrior. <laughs> like, my enemy my
0: boss sometimes your enemy is a guy who wields pizza (laughs) but so I went through this a couple years ago and it like it's my wife and I and our kid and like I see my wife and I like get excited to see my neighbor come outside I'm like hey neighbor and then like we talk for 20 minutes my wife is like where did you go and I'm like I just was outside. It was weird, right? I like gardening and stuff because, like, this isn't new to me to be gardening because I moved out where I don't have any friends or see anybody. So I just do that stuff to keep my mind busy. The the, the tomatoes are my friends now.
1: <laughs> That's how you get on pizza pizza wise good side. Oh, like, you're, you're now ordering him.
0: Hey, bro, you want some extra sauce? <laughs> All right, you feeling good? You got some? You get some stuff out there, Brandon. Yeah, I feel like uh I feel like I got
1: uh my middle ground social uh uh I can't even think of the word now, like yeah. social communication out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you.
0: <laughs> I feel like we should try and do um maybe next week we can talk about this off air, but I feel like we should try and do an improv we should set up some um set up some I don't know what you call that, like um, circumstances and then try and improv yeah. our way through it. I think that could be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like uh like the sounders just scored their 69th goal in the 420th minute how go yeah exactly but like well
0: it was want to I, I
1: shout out to uh, tropic sounders for um every single time uh anything has 69 or 420 in it or preferably both i get a, i get a, an instagram dm <laughs> It really is because best. it's like, uh, U uh, S coronavirus infection, uh, populated, populated infection, whatever you, you the amount of people po- uh, yeah. infected with coronavirus in the United States is 69,420. And I'm like, yes,
0: yeah. nice. <laughs> you don't mean nice. Like people are dying, but you're like, yeah, yeah. nice because two numbers, <laughs> Well, uh, just in case uh, you—we're uh, supposed to write this ahead of time. Just in case you just joke, it's time for TLDL—too long didn't listen. Too long didn't listen. Schmetzer's Sporthouse music. Sporthouse music, yeah. <laughs> it's the
1: next. Uh, this is the next album by Black Eyed Peas.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's like a a German guy with no sleeves and <laughs> nipple holes in his shirt, probably. <laughs>
1: It's that techno-viking from like 10 years ago.
0: (laughs) TLDL, too long, didn't listen. Brandon eats his own poo. Potatoes. I eat my own potatoes. No, no, no. You're Uh, storing poo potatoes in your house. I know what's up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's a good cook.
1: (laughs) Uh, Too long, didn't listen. Darth Wollard. (laughs) I don't know. James
0: James Earl uh, Wollard? James... How does this work? James Earl... James Wool...
1: James.
0: James Worrell. Bull Jones.
1: Jo- Jonert. Okay, bye. Hot, Hot Rubbish. rubbish.